What's going on, y'all? This is Mike Brown, and I just want to welcome y'all to this week's episode of The Art of Letting Go. While I have your attention, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to the podcast. Also, leave a review. Let people know what you think. Let me know what you think. I love to hear from y'all. If you would like to further support the show, we do have a Patreon as well as some merch that's available all at theartoflettinggo.com. Thank you guys for tuning in and enjoy the show. It got hot in the city, what did I do? I went to the desert and did 172. I had a special guest in his name, that yoga dude. We meditate a bit and we visualize too. He said, listening more, what we should do. Work had me tired, stress, I was yawning and feeling blue. So what did I do? I quit my job without knowing. Always fear the unknown, something said. Sober up, you should focus on your show and continue to grow and let the people know when they let it go. Healing it a show, this ain't just a show, it's a lifestyle. Thanks for tuning in right now. Yeah, man, so we live in the desert. You ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, what up? This is Mike Brown, and this is The Art of Letting Go. Today, I have a special guest in the building. Um, he out here barefoot. You know, see how long that lasts. But we out in the, de- in the desert. Um, you mind introducing yourself to the people? People, my name is James Woods, a.k.a. That Yoga Dude with Feel Free to Feel Free. What's going on, Mike Brown? Man, not too much. How you feeling today? I feel like I'm moving towards center, so I'm moving today. Yeah. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, moving towards centeredness and being okay with not feeling all the way centered. Yeah. How you doing today? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good today. I'm I'm listening to you talk about centering and uh, yeah. I, like I, I don't know where I'm at on the spectrum. I never really thought about it like recently. It's mm-hmm. kind of been, it's kind of taking time to slow down. But uh, I feel good, and I really need it today. Um, we went to the park, and just being outside, the Joshua Tree, National Joshua park. Tree, exactly. Yeah, we went to Joshua Tree, and um, man, just being in silence, so much noise comes up, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Really, just feeling it, feeling it in this desert heat, and uh, just moving through it. Like it, it, it felt like a a teacher. You know what I'm saying? Like I yeah. felt like I was being guided while I was out there because I found myself playing my water bottle, and I'm gonna keep it all the way real. Uh, I took some shrooms earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, took some shrooms before we went. And just wanted to let them do whatever they do. And, yeah, man, I found myself using my water bottle as an instrument. And it felt like I was communicating with with something outside of me. And um, I felt it. And I listened. How was that listening for you? Um... 
I think initially I wasn't even really understanding what what I was feeling or doing. Mm-hmm. It was just it just felt natural, and I was just mm-hmm. doing it. But uh, yeah, I think when I actually listened, it, I kind of slowed down, and I was there with right. it. If that makes sense. It does, because like I was saying, listening has come up a lot for me. Yeah. In my life, uh, really trying to listen to listen with more than just my ears listening just to more than just oh that's a good idea let me like something just pop up Mm -hmm. you know when something comes from somewhere else yeah that you really supposed to hear you supposed to get you supposed to follow through it yeah like that's a whole different kind of listening and that desert silence and just being with yourself is going to bring a different kind of listening and I ask my quest. I ask myself, "Am I ready for what I'm about to hear?" Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, what you heard today, you feel like you was ready for? I do. I think everything I've been given today, I felt ready for. Even when we did the uh, the vision exercise earlier, mm-hmm. it kind of showed me something along the lines of of that, and uh, like just that feeling. If right. that makes sense, right? And I appreciate you sharing that, too, because I have learned that there are so many ways to reconnect to myself. I think before it was um, only things outside of myself, alcohol, drugs, going somewhere, having to be therapist and stuff. But now I'm learning tools to reconnect and re-see myself that are more focused on uh, kind of some internal things. Yeah. And they all they all tools. It's just when you need what you need um, and how you need it and being able to have them tools ready and rocking how do you, how do you find those tools you know I appreciate you asking me that question <clears throat> something crawling on me uh, I seek them I seek understanding of how I can better navigate whatever problems or issues I'm going through and and sometimes I'm seeking one thing and then another comes up so it's this like church thing that I go to and they have this, uh, it's a process called visioning. It's like a, a center for spiritual living type of thing. They have international churches and a guy named Michael Beckwith put together a process called visioning. And so uh, I was just going to the church because somebody told me about it and I ended up liking what they was talking about. And then they had classes and stuff available. Um, but most of the time I find things from books or from people. Yeah. You know, from people. So I think I think I want to do a show like that where I just go through the different tools and stuff that I'm learning. Yeah. And demonstrate and stuff. Yeah. I feel like I've, I've definitely picked up a lot of my tools from you. Um, I appreciate that. Because you always, like, in a workshop or yeah. uh, yeah. Retreat or something, learning something. I'm like, I don't want to do that shit, but. <laughs> <laughs> but when you do the shit and you bring it back and communicate it in the way that you do, it's more relatable for me. Appreciate that. And it is, it helps me to learn it too, to yeah. be able to apply and teach it. I was talking, I went out with my sister and her boyfriend. It's my first time meeting him, and he's a music guy. And he was trying to explain to me 
about chords and stuff. So he was kind of giving a rundown, and I was like, so it's kind of like a house, right? Where each, what is it, note is a house. Each, so you got a house, mm -hmm. and each note is a house, and each floor is a different chord. If you want to go up, you go to this chord. Or maybe the other way around, whatever, I can't remember. But like the, the root note being the... Like the house. And if you want to go down an octave, he was yeah. saying octaves are different than chords. They are. So if you go up higher in the octave, the note is like, it sounds different. So he was saying, because most people would think I'm trying to change my chord. I'm trying to change, or keys, I think keys. Okay, that's probably what you're keys. talking about. Cause okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. But anyway, <laughs> I broke it down into another analogy that I was able to understand it at that time. Yeah. Um, and that's what I want to do for people. I want to take these tools and I want to help people who may not be familiar with them get a deeper understanding to be able to actually use them. You know what I'm saying? So you're talking about me bringing back stuff that you can understand. Yeah. That's what I want to do. And I'm still trying to figure out. Um, I ain't trying to figure out nothing. I just, I be scared sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, uh, but yeah, that's what I want to do. So I'm going to do it. And the people who want it going to get it. Yeah. Um, moving into this entrepreneurship journey, man. Um, I feel good. And I feel clear. But I also still feel not necessarily fear, because I don't feel scared, but you know that that uncertainty mm -hmm. of the unknown. Mm -hmm. um, how do you deal with that? Hmm. Work, and that's sometimes not the best way to deal with it. But uh, I'm in that space right now of being in the unknown. Yeah, I'm in summer. Uh, and I want, a lot of my work comes from working with schools. Yeah. I love it, but I want to change it up. I want to put it in a way that works for me moving forward. I don't want to repeat how I did it the previous years where I'm running around on campuses and have to physically be there. And so I don't want to do that. So I'm in the process of envisioning, of creating, going through the unknown of what I really do want. And just working, working, working. Um, putting things together, trying to ask questions, trying to uh, stay consistent with my routine and believing that yeah, the more I keep moving forward, the more I will move through that unknown and yeah. stuff will become known. So it's a constant working process. And when I feel real lost in the unknown or like I was saying, kind of disconnected and stuff, that's when I know I got to stop and take a break and just yeah. flip my mind a little bit and restart. I feel that. I feel like that's how I ended up here. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Um, Man, something I was thinking about as you were talking, uh, what was the first question you asked in the, in the visioning exercise? Wasn't it like something like, what, what do you need to let go of right now or something like that? That was one of them yep uh so the first one is what do you want to be clear on that was the question what do you want to be clear okay. on and the thing that came up for me immediately was uh financial stability 
Mm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, a lot of stuff just started coming up after mm. that. And like I said, it wasn't stuff that I felt afraid of or it was like stuff that I kind of just had to accept. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's already there. Just accept it. But I'm curious to know accept, what. Accept what? Accept. Uh, I guess just taking ownership of my role in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like really standing firm on the shit I believe in. Okay. Like this podcast. Mm-hmm like all the other shit I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not being, not moving scary about it. It's okay to feel that fear, but not moving fearful mm-hmm. about it. And I feel myself doing that. I do. You know, I, I talk about, I talk that shit like, oh, I'm afraid of this, I'm afraid of that. But I will say this is probably the most I felt myself putting effort into like a hundred percent effort into mm-hmm. what I'm doing mm-hmm. and I feel it because it feels different yeah that's dope man when you have a level of commitment so many doors open up yeah you know and I that's that's really dope and reassuring again for me to hear because like I said me having a year look one way but it ain't all the way what I want. It can, it's not all the way what I want, but it was, it's it's comfortable in some aspects as in like, okay, I know where some money is coming from. But then moving beyond that, once again, it goes into that, okay, where's the financial stability gonna come? And that to me adds in a little bit of that fear element. Yeah. When I have financial stability, I'll move away from it to pursue more of what my creative vision or whatever comes to but thank you for uh talking about you just committing to what you believe in yeah and uh it feels like what i'm most committed to right now and like i said i just see that from looking at myself in other spaces of my life because you know i was saying my journey Especially in like the last 10 years, like, you know, dating and relationships and shit like that. I've always put like extra effort in like just trying to pursue that. And uh, I don't see myself doing that right now and just being clear on like what's going to keep me focused. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How are you... uh how are you finding balance in a relationship? Um, by being in a relationship. Mm. <laughs> Instead of just being in my head and then having somebody around. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, as you said, the energy of committing to doing the work that you want to do I'm also putting that same energy in the commitment of a relationship and specifically committing to some certain things. Okay, I'm going to commit to talking about what I'm feeling. I'm going to commit to sharing my experience. I'm going to commit to these things 
that has been fruitful in a relationship so far let me commit to doing those things it's getting tougher because just my old self is popping up more um it really is a battle on a daily basis to not try to tear her down because my mind that's how my mind starts to operate because it's because it's getting uncomfortable it's getting even more uncomfortable because i'm sharing even more Mm. my commitment to be honest and open brings me into different levels of discomfort and so my old self start just bubbling up again like, you should do this you should do that blah blah blah. you want to so it's great that i have a partner that i can be able to talk to but at the end of the day it's still on me to choose to get past my own discomforts and stuff but as far as balancing out the relationship with the business and the life Oh, it's great when I commit to sharing what's going on and communicating and scheduling and listening to what she got going on. It still is difficult to push beyond my levels of comfort to openly express what I'm going through, what I'm feeling. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, uh, how do you control the self-sabotage? Um... My routine, I know I talk about my routine often, but me going to sleep at 10 o'clock is helpful to not be, just start doing stupid stuff. Uh, me meditating at a certain time, me getting up at a certain time is very helpful. And included in my routine is quiet time and reflection time to ask myself, is this really an issue that I have? Or is this my old self just wanting to run and get out of here because he's uncomfortable so my routine gives me that time and energy to reflect and not just hurry up and revert to those things and a big part of our relationship is is going on walks and talking and so when things get a little bit ooey inside of me <laughs> funny then it's like okay yeah yeah can we can we get a talk you know and then that takes scheduling and understanding what she got going on and all that kind of stuff and lots of patience lots of patience man so far it's working out that's what's up um something that just popped in my head right now because i see how i mean i've always seen how people are drawn to you and open up to you and I'm always curious, like, how do you, <clears throat> how do you create space for that without letting it affect your energy? I'm not doing that right now. Mm. Uh, space is not open for people. Yeah. Because uh, my tool, I'm I'm in the process of sharpening my tools. Mm-hmm. You know. This is not a 24-hour McDonald's. I got to close down mm. sometime. Clean the grill and recheck the grease. Yeah. And I'm in that place right now, and I'm okay about it, where I'm just some, I'm just not in response as much as I was before with some things. Uh, I let a lot of things just be. Yeah. And I'm really, really, really trying to focus on how exactly can I help people yeah. and serve? Because sometimes it's for me, just me feeling good and smart and stuff. And you need to do this, you need to do this, and this is how I can help you. So now is 
okay, let me really listen to the person mm. and then apply what I hear them saying to something that I know that works. Yeah. Here go five tools or whatever that I know have helped me and I hear you saying similar things. You don't want to use them? Okay. But I'm not in the space right now to just hear you kind of because I need to move forward. Yeah. And if two people is stuck, mm. Mm, so I, I got to move forward. If you here go the tools for you to do so, I'm still searching for my own tools to do so, but I just cannot be in that space with people who just kind of need to, you know, vent or whatever. And so, yeah. That's real, man. I'm working on that. Hmm. I'm working on that. Uh, yeah, I feel I feel further along than I have in the past. Like I just can't take too much on. You hmm. know, um, my body don't really allow it. Right. But I'm getting to that point where I'm starting to see that things gonna be what they gonna be, with or without me. Right. So, I really got to focus here. And that's something I've been feeling a lot, being in the desert, like, really, really understanding what that means to, like, take care of myself. Yeah. Because I realize I, I take care of a lot of people. Yeah, you do. You do. You take care of a lot of people uh, by holding space for them, having space for people to come to, and give whatever they need to give and take whatever they need to take um, and sometimes they take more than they give and I need to give to what I need to give to so I have been a lot I've given myself a lot more grace with not being as available Yeah. but still being empathetic and still wanting to be of service just to people in general so and that's an ongoing process of figuring that out. Like, uh, here goes some tools and here goes some stuff. But, you know, I'm going to give you the number three to number four, but the number one and the number two ain't available no more. Yeah. You're going to eat, but. Oh, your girl got the number two? Ooh. <laughs> 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 Oh shit! Where do you go when you need <laughs> space? Like, where do you go to? Uh, Cause you, I, I would say you, uh, you a loner. Like, yeah. I feel like we all loners, but you, you especially Crenshaw especially, yeah, loners. Yeah. So where do you go? I do. I like being outside. I like uh, spending time in the book. I like solitary things. I like to be around people, but not always with them sometimes you know like being in a crowd being that but outside and stuff um and inside going into just meditative stuff and prayer and stuff like that but sometimes i just feel um like i have to give a certain thing to people and i don't feel like giving i have to be a person i have to offer some of this and then it's like and I had to realize myself, you ain't got to be that all the time, James. You ain't always got to go deep on this. You ain't always got to blah, blah, blah. You can, you can be quiet if you want to. You can talk if you want to. You can do whatever you, you want to do. And then you could even not go 
<laughs> so I'm really just exploring all that within myself of who do I honestly and authentically choose to show up as and then who are the people that I feel most honest honest promises promises shout out to that queen um yeah who are the people that make me feel like I can be my most authentic and honest self and those people who I don't feel that way is it because I well it's because I have some more work to do or something yeah. or they just or they got some more work to do and if I'm not willing to do that work at that time I don't need to be around them mm. and that's okay mm. yeah that's real um I got a couple more questions for you um what's most important to you right now peace of mind um stressing out over things that I can control like you said like finances and um like the financial stuff and I'm like uh, that's that's something I can control I can actually do things to make that better you know so I want to create more space in my mind for the things I can't control like how much time I have with my parents how much of a relationship I can have with my partner, uh, the kids in my life. Um, you know, I can't control people. So I want to invest more into the relationships because that is something that I can control and stuff. And, you know, and, and letting go of control, that's important to me yeah. right now, which is peaceful to let go of that sense of control. So really just focusing on having peace of mind through doing what I can do, being responsible for my life, being proactive to achieve the things I want to achieve and then also have space for the things I have no control over. But if I, I may not have control over this relationship, but if I can pay my rent, that helps me be more present within the relationship. Man. So. <laughs> I understand. I understand. I think that's what's. Uh, I think that's what's bringing me some peace right now is not having those kind of worries, like making mm -hmm. responsible decisions to be like, well, let me take care of this right now, right. so I don't have to focus on that. Right. Still there, but it ain't a, a priority right now. Right. Um, what do you need most right now? To see myself clearly it's still a little hazy sometimes it comes out a lot when I'm with other people of who I truly am but then sometimes in that solitude in that being a loner I can get in my head and I lose sight of who I really am like you know and then being around people that's that kind of conundrum that I go through of like man I know I need people in relationships and I love people in relationships but I don't be feeling like dealing with people all yeah. the time. So uh, I think the most, the thing I need most right now is to just continue to see myself in a more real way. Like, yeah. okay, that's really you, James. I see that you really enjoy this. I see you are really like this or you don't like this or you want to give. Or you, just seeing myself in a clear, real way, knowing the things I need to work on more knowing that so just need to see myself a little bit more clearly and then take a break 
and enjoy what I see. And then we'll keep it moving down the line. Yeah. That's what's up, man. And the last question is, uh, what is bringing that yoga dude freedom right now? I would say, once again, my routine and me making the choice to not repeat old behaviors. Like, for me to really see that, oh, man, I don't have to leave this relationship, uh, cheat, or just quit and run away from this opportunity and blah, blah, blah. Like, me knowing that I have the choice to step up and make a different outcome out of a similar emotion. Like, man, I feel like how I felt when I did this, but I don't want to do that again. So I'm free to exercise the choice to do something different. And, yeah, I'm like my daddy, but I'm not my daddy. Yeah, I'm like my mama, but I'm not my mama. I have the choice to do something different, and that is very freeing to know that. That's what's up. Um, I'm going to bring an old segment back called Five Questions of Freedom. What makes Mike Brown, though? What makes Mike Brown feel free? (sighs) Right now, honestly, uh, not having to punch a clock. True. And like I said, I don't know where that next check is coming from, but I feel better with that. Mm. than having to go to a place that I don't always feel good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I wake up every day and I feel so much lighter. Um, it's probably another episode on a, on a later date. But just the physical uh, formation of stress in my body from this job. And it wasn't nothing, you know, like not blaming nobody or nothing like that, but it was just like it's a emotionally taxing job and I just didn't have the emotional capacity for it in addition to just my own life you know so I felt weight off of me when I left that and uh yeah and and really really just taking this shit on my own terms life in general not just having Mm -hmm. a job Mm -hmm. but you know, even my interactions with people, you know, the decisions I make, like really understanding, like, like I was telling you earlier, you know, all the shit that my younger self did to get me to this point, like all the decisions I make today are going to affect the the next, you know, whatever. So mm-hmm. knowing that I really, it, it sparks ex- excitement in me. You know, there used to be a time in my life where I just, feel like I just lived in fear like just scared of everything and now I don't know I feel a shift and it's just like okay this shit is all on me let's have fun you know so I could look you know however many years down the line and be like damn you know when I was 35 or when I was whatever age like I was out here right <laughs> that's real and yeah that's that's what gives me freedom. I mean, I'm sure it's probably other shit, but, you know, like I said, like living this life on my terms, you know, being able to, you know, walk in balls now, you know, like 
a nigga is just doing different shit. Right. And it feels good. It feels free. And that's just what I want to keep doing is just uh, experiencing freedom in all forms. Like, you know, spiritual, the mental, the physical. I want to feel it in all ways. Right. Always. That's real, man. And the job was the biggest shifter? I feel like it was. I feel like it was. I feel like it was a big, a big shifter. Cause it was a, it was a shift in mindset also. Yeah. Like just the, you know, just the okayness of, and don't get me wrong. And I know when I talk about a job, sometimes I make it sound like, like a job. Mm-hmm. But if it's what you love to do, ain't nothing wrong with that. Like if I loved it in that way, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. But I'm not as passionate about education or any any job I've had as I am about creating and doing my own shit. All right. You know, so... Uh, 100%. And I, I think that goes for, like, any any career path, even, even if it was music and I felt the same way that I did. You know what I mean? Right. Like, being able to, to walk away from some shit and be okay. And then, you know... That is walking away from something and being okay, and then walking into something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> walking into something, and uh, and giving your all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, I left that because I felt whatever constrictions, blah blah blah, whatever. And now walking into this and making sure I don't put them same restrictions on myself. Yeah. And sometimes it happens. Sometimes I put restrictions on my own creativity and stuff because I get into the mindset of, oh, man, now it has to be this way to sustain this, blah, blah, blah. Like, nah, just uh, follow your heart. Yeah, man. I read through my, uh, so I never read any of the cards and shit that my students gave me Mm -hmm. just because I didn't want to read them at the time but I brought them out here and I read them and uh, man some just really encouraging words and shit in there and, and like I saved a lot of them just cause when you know when you need something to go back and yeah. look at to get you and that was it but it was cool to read them today and, and it just gave me just even more assurance of like bro you good All right? and I think that's what I've been feeling like anytime I do take a moment to just be like whether it be the beach or the desert or whatever it is, I always get this reassurance of like you good. All right. You ain't got shit to worry about. And uh yeah, that that gives me some freedom. To you are the one, myself. Neo. Yeah. Yeah. You are the one. It's James Woods, aka that yoga dude with feel free to feel free. Letting go of resistance, of avoidance, of procrastination, of distractions, of not dealing with the person that I need to become, of not dealing with the changes that I need to make. I want to breathe into the tough decision to grow, to release, to move forward. I want to breathe out any resistance that may come against me, even if it's from me. So let's relax the shoulders. Let's get firm in the feet. 
relaxed in the belly, soft in the face. Let's take a deep inhale through the nose, breathe in all the way down to the belly. And as we fill our belly with fresh oxygen, we release any nervousness, butterflies. Exhale, releasing them, letting it go. Being focused on the moment, the present. Allowing what needs to happen and change and grow. To just happen. Don't resist. Let's take two more. Deep inhale, breathing through the nose. And exhale. The body softens, allowing the mind to just chill. Whatever happens next, we can breathe through it. One last deep inhale. Feel the body with fresh air, new life, courage, freedom. And as you let it go, let go of the fight. Let go of thinking that what you have now may not be better than what you're going to have when you let go. Let go of holding on and fighting and resisting. And let yourself move forward as easily as you breathe in and breathe out. You got this. And as always, feel free to feel free. And namaste. Peace. So, we're going to get into these five questions of freedom. And you can choose to either keep it or let it go. Okay. I like that. Starting with number one. Hot yoga. Keep. Okay. I'll probably let that one go. (laughs) (laughs) I love hot yoga. I always tell people the story of when I went with you and I walked in the room. (laughs) I was trying to walk out. Yeah. I'll come back when class start. <laughs> That's the funkiest yoga class I ever been in in my life. Oh, man. Oh, shit. I did do Bikram yoga. Uh, that's what we went to. And Bikram is a fool. Yeah. Like, all the documentaries and stuff, I haven't seen any. But this dude was, he was on a whole nother level just saying whatever he wanted to say. <laughs> just like, dang, this don't feel like yoga at all, but. Yeah. Yeah. Keep for me. Okay. Uh, Popeyes. Keep. <laughs> <laughs> I love Popeyes. Best oh, fast. Shit. That's my favorite fast food place, probably. Yeah. The flavors. Really okay. <laughs> Chicken and all that. It's good. It be messing my stomach up sometimes. <laughs> but I love Popeyes. Uh, we gonna go. Ice cream. Let it go. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you on that too. <laughs> Can't fuck with it no more. Yeah, dairy. I do Popeyes, but not <laughs> ice cream. Yeah. Uh, next we're going to go cold weather. How you feeling about that? Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, I feel I it too. Like, I did just go to Aspen in the summertime. Yeah. But it looked like it would be dope in the winter just because it's built for that. But... I wouldn't need it on a regular basis, no. though. Like, when we went to Big Bear, that was cool. Yeah. But to be in the cold all the time, I can't fuck with that. I couldn't live in it. I visit, but no, I can't live in the cold. Yeah. And last but not least, podcasts. We're keeping a letting go. 
We're going to keep them. <laughs> and I hesitated because it's like, uh, thinking of the thought of me doing one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, let's keep them. It's a lot of great things being processed and folks being helped and healed through this pro- podcast platform. And just people getting entertainment and stuff, too. But yeah. I definitely like podcast yeah that's what's up let me see if i got any listener questions and if not it's a wrap man let me see dang and stop um i'm curious for the listeners out there about the meditations if y'all like the meditations or you say you're curious about what with the listeners in meditations yeah just what the what the listeners want from meditations mm. yeah what y'all want that's a good question yeah i would love to hear from y'all on that too that's a good question i got some questions from oh my gosh okay we got some good questions so is the first question is from luke it says, what would y'all do if y'all switch bodies for a whole day? Dunk a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Brown is 6'5". I'm dunking. <laughs> no. <laughs> no question. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> if I had your body for a day, I'm probably going to be around people more. Really? Probably socialize a little more. I got to just a more peopley body. I'm just saying if it was, if it was my body, that's what I do with it. That's fine. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> let me my body, my choice. Shit. <laughs> oh man. Um that's funny. That's a good one. Yeah, I I probably I probably do all the shit that I do in in my body but just in yours. Creative shit, shit like that. Shit that you probably just normally wouldn't feel comfortable doing. Like just do that shit. Dance. All right. I'm probably killing the ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It's giving That's fish. Let's see. Our Thank you, Luke. Yeah. Thank you, Luke. Our next question comes from... Let me see. Next question comes from... Jessica, it says, five seconds of freedom. What does freedom look like for you? Have you achieved it? Is it linear? Is it sustainable? Are we meant to actually live in it or just find moments in it? So did you want me to give you parts of that first and then, or did you get the whole question? So I said, what is freedom to me? Freedom is the ability to have, to make a choice, to Mm -hmm. respond in that moment mm-hmm. um, and whatever I feel like is the most freeing for me the, the, the thing that's going to allow me to be the most authentic the most myself at whatever knowledge and understanding I have in that moment so making that choice based on yeah where I'm at in that moment is freedom um, is it linear no not at all sometimes I feel like man I can I can access my choice very easily I got it my choice right there in the pocket and then other times I feel like I don't even remember that I have a choice. And so it's a cyclical thing, you know, 
come and it go. And the more I work on myself, the more it come. Um, and it's closer to me. So I try to keep it in my pocket by keeping my tools handy. But yeah, making that choice to be me is free. Uh, it was one more. Uh, let's see. What does it look like for you? Have you achieved it? Is it linear? Is it sustainable? Are we meant to actually live in it or just find moments of it? It is sustainable. And yes, we are meant to constantly find those moments of it because I just I feel like freedom is being present and in the moment and making that choice right there and we not always present and in the moment sometimes we get caught up in other stuff so yeah yeah this is an interesting question um who was that the ex previous one that was Jessica Jessica thank, thank you Jessica. Jessica and then we have our final question from Albert what are the pros and cons of monogamy polygamy and single life <laughs> pros and cons of monogamy for me a pro of monogamy is i can go deeper levels within focusing on one person i can share i can have just my intimate self in that way with this one person um and that for me is beneficial because you know i don't like <laughs> people all that all the time like that anyway i'm a loner as we established sometimes but being able to go really really intimate focus deeply on one person and learn who i am great the cons um sometimes you don't feel like being bothered by that person or they may not be at the level of intimacy that you are and sometimes you have to be patient and allow them to be there or not be there or just not get that level that intimacy from them maybe get it from some friends or something uh in another way and stuff uh you said monolic monogamy and i guess you could speak to the ones that you've you've uh been in yeah because have you been in anything uh polyamorous no 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 i've only been in monogamous and being a nigga <laughs> <laughs> Like, fool. I was polyamorous, but she ain't know. Right. <laughs> oh shit. Um, I don't know if I could do poly. I talk that shit like I could, mm. but I be getting jealous. Yeah. So I don't know if I can handle that. Um, but you know what? I always say and um, it's partly dependent. What would you? What are you jealous of? I don't know. I I guess because I I've never I've never seen a partner of mine like outwardly well I mean I have seen motherfuckers flirt with people and shit but I guess without the establishment it feels a little you know make mm -hmm. you feel away but maybe if we talked about it I might not give a fuck you know right. I would be most jealous if they told somebody else something that they didn't tell me mm. the emotional cause I feel like that's probably my greatest contribution to a relationship is how I show up intimately and mm -hmm. if I find out that you told them or didn't tell me, I'd probably feel the way. And it may be, oh, I forgot I didn't get there yet. This person is, but it's like, you know. Yeah, I think I think the intimacy could could be a lot, you know, like, especially if, like, my partner going on dates and shit with somebody. I think I would, it'd be easier to handle just, just sex as mm -hmm. opposed to, you know, actually, like, 
I guess courting somebody or some shit. Courting, right? Yeah, and I, and I get it because you can go, you can go deep in other areas with other people and stuff. Not it's my nigga. But I've I've found that being 100% open and vulnerable and committed in one relationship is more than enough for me because I got so much I'm dealing with on my own is more than enough to fully deal with another person and I like it best when the other person bring their whole self into it too and not just well, I'm going to say this for this person that person that's just how I feel about it no, I feel like, because I, like I said, I don't really understand the concept of, uh, like, casual dating. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of more of a focus on a person at a time. Right. But uh, I don't know. Uh, single life, I mean, I do feel, like, being single, I do feel some freedom in, like, not having to, and I, I know that sounds selfish, but uh. not having to worry about, you know, uh, somebody else. I don't think that sounds selfish. I yeah. I think that sounds self-aware. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I can just get up and go when I want to go. Like, right. being here, I, I, I feel like I probably would have took a partner into consideration or waited for a weekend where they were available or some shit like that. And it's like, no, nah, man. And, and looking at that now, it's like, I still don't have to do that. Right. You know what I mean? But I think... Uh, my awareness of consideration when I'm with somebody is a little different. Um, so maybe that's a me thing. <laughs> I think that's to be aware of your level of care yeah. and your capacity to care. Yeah. I think that's the least selfish thing. Because mm. if you go into it and you like, I really don't have the capacity and I don't have the ability to communicate that. Because mm. I feel like there's going to be times in relationships where I do not have the capacity to care like I did before as far as actions and stuff. You know, like, oh, man, now I got to uh, make your bed and rub your feet and do this. Like, I love to do it, but right now I'm physically not there. Or right now we're working towards this goal or whatever. I may not have the capacity to care in that way, but I at least hope I have the capacity to communicate that. I still care for you. I still want to, but you may have to tell me exactly what you want now instead of me trying to figure out or me trying to do what worked before. I need you to tell me exactly what you need right now because all I have the capacity for right now is directness. Mm -hmm. And that may not be the most romantic thing right now, but I'm committed to this relationship, even if it's not romantic at that time. You know what I mean? Because romance is fun. <laughs> romance is, oh, let's do this, and this is cute, and this is, it's fun. Like, you're making this shit sound serious as fuck. That's but just I, me. I appreciate it, because, <laughs> but, but it's real, though. You know what I mean? Like, it ain't, like, the the fantasy is is not always real not always real you know what i'm saying and it depends on what you want if you want to be in a long-term relationship i think you have to for me i have to look at um what i can contribute at that time 
sometimes I'm all in the romance and doing the fun stuff and hanging out and just, and then sometimes it's like I need to get this work done for me to be fully present with you. Yeah, I think we all meet each other at certain places. Yeah, because um, I I'm very aware of myself when when I meet somebody like if I'm up or down. Yeah, and when I do go up or when they go down or whatever whatever the case may be, I'm very aware of it. It's good to know. And uh, I don't feel like I get caught up in who that person is in that exact moment of meeting if I'm in, if I'm interested you know mm-hmm. and that's a good thing to be aware of up and down because if I'm if I meet you and I'm down um when I get up I'm gonna be mad about it yeah <laughs> yeah because yeah. I was there. you know like man I was down and you was there and it was kind of like uh, now I'm up now, so I feel like I deserve something different, and da 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 da, and you know that's that's a game that I have to play with myself, and vice yeah. versa too. If I feel like I'm up, and then I'm, you know, you came around, and then I'm down, and I don't feel like being around nobody because I'm I'm down on myself, and I become down on you. Now as I was talking about earlier about making sure I don't sabotage my current relationship because of the current fluctuation in my emotions i feel different today Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna take it out on you you know i know i've done that in the past and i know i can't do that to be in a sustainable relationship otherwise i go back into that cycle and that's not freedom Mm. that's all i got for you today (laughs) oh shit man james Always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, man. Um, I appreciate you. You know when the show go on tour, we're gonna need that. <laughs> I love it. That that yoga dude in in one of these cities that we in, or a couple of cities. But um, yeah, man. I appreciate you coming through. Can you let the people know where they can find you? What you got going on? What's you, next? What's here? You can find me at D as in dog, A as in apple, T as in Tom. <laughs> Y as in yo yo o g a d u d e dot com that yoga dot com or that yoga do any social media Twitter Instagram TikTok Facebook YouTube and just check out whatever your platform on go check it out and see how I can best serve you you know I do like post and meditations and stuff but just let me know. If you uh, got anything from hearing me share and what you would like for me to share more about, I'm in the season of listening and I really want to listen to you deeply and intently. And that sounds weird, but (laughs) (laughs) it's the truth. I want to listen to you. That's what's up, man. Shit, I appreciate you being on the show. I appreciate y'all listening. This is Mike Brown. And this is the art of letting go from the desert. Peace. Peace. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of The Art of Letting Go. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to the podcast. Also, please leave a review, um, rate it, let other people know what you think. Let people know how dope this podcast is or how dope it isn't, you know, but let people know what you think. Also, if you want to further support the show, 
you can sign up for the Patreon for as low as $3 a month. So that'd be like $36 a year. I'm pretty good at math. Um, but yeah, sign up for the Patreon, get exclusive episodes, exclusive content, um, probably some extended songs. If you like the song that I did in the beginning, I'm probably going to do more music and uh, share it on the Patreon. Also, merch. Lots of merch already out there, but some new merch is coming. You can find it all at theartoflettinggopodcast.com. If you would like to be a guest, there's a form there where you can fill out to be a guest. Also, if you have a question, you know I'm doing this uh, Ask Me a Question section. I love answering y'all questions. You can send a question through the website. Also, last but not least, for all my podcasters out there or anybody wanting to start a podcast, I'm about to do some uh, podcasting workshops, so be on the lookout for that. Everything will be available at theartoflettinggopodcast.com. Thank y'all for listening. This is Mike Brown, and this has been The Art of Letting Go.